Hi guys, how are you all doing? Welcome to episode seven of Morning Chai and Ikigai. This is your podcast host Priyanka. At the very outset of today's episode, I would like to say that I am a proud Indian, and have always been one. I am proud of uh, the underlying unity that still exists amidst all the diversity in our country. I am proud of the fact that even after two hundred long years of British rule, of uh, oppression, of uh, subjugation, we Indians did not lose hope. We did not lose courage. It it was a long struggle, but our revolutionaries, our leaders, they stood tall and they fought against the British for what we uh, rightly deserved, for what was rightly ours. and we finally attained independence i um i'm proud that since then um we with our dedication knowledge and skill we have been constantly accomplishing new heights in the field of medicine in the field of pharmaceutical space science research i am proud that my homeland has been home to uh, poets like rabindranath tagore social reformers like um raja ram mohan roy um baba saheb ambedkar savitri bai phule uh, fatima sheik um presidents like apj abdul kalam mathematicians like um chakuntala devi um then we have uh, our famous filmmakers like satyajit ray i'm proud of the fact that immensely talented writers like vikram seth arundhati roy rk narayan are indian that nobel prize winners like abhijit banerjee amartya sen satyarthi ayanian that ceos of world famous companies like sundar pichai shantanu narayan they are indian i'm proud that sachin tendulkar mary com um, pv sindhu they are indian i'm proud of isro one of the one of the only um, four space agencies in the world i'm proud of isro and its achievements I am proud of even Bollywood which is the largest film industry in the world. Aryabhatt discovered zero sushruta was the father of plastic surgery. They were Indian as well. I am proud of all this and so much more. So if at any point in today's episode you start feeling otherwise, I want you to remember what I have just said. However, being a proud Indian does not mean I'm blind to the flaws in our society. And so, in today's episode of Morning Chai and Ikigai, I, with all due respect to my country and my fellow Indians, will exercise my constitutional right, that is my freedom of expression. Yesterday, 15th August 2020, India entered its 74th year of independence. and i am pretty sure this was not how we imagined we'd be celebrating it now don't get me wrong i have never been a supporter of pinup nationalism in fact uh, when i was in school and college 15th august to me um, meant more of a national holiday or a public holiday rather than independence day i recall attending the flag hoisting was a mandatory event it was a big deal back then for all of us and uh, to me it was it felt just like a waste of a good holiday 
so i would feign a stomach ache in order to um i would come up with some excuse or the other in order to bunk the uh, the flag hoisting session but come evening and the society where we lived in um they would conduct a small independence day ceremony and all the residents of the building would religiously be attending it so my family would um we we attending it too but i remember i would make up excuses not to show up every single time and even if somebody had forced me to attend and even if i had to attend i would show up in my most casual of that i would be there in jeans and a crumpled t-shirt when all the other residents in my colony were dressed in their traditional best now if i think about it probably it was my way of rebelling i um perhaps i wanted to prove a point although i wasn't even sure back then what uh, the point was and um, or maybe i just did it for kicks who knows i probably i just wanted people to frown and roll their eyes at me i wanted them not to have any expectations of me and in most cases this rebel phase passes off but strangely in my case it seems to have lasted much longer so i can still say i'm a rebel in most ways the only difference being that then i was a rebel without a cause and now i am a rebel with one but the thing about me versus them is that we still cannot see eye to eye with each other they have a problem with my uh, quote unquote um, non sanskari outlook which to them of course feels like disrespect for my nation and i have an issue with their uh, two days a year pretend patriotism yeah that's what i like to call it two days a year pretend patriotism every year most indians you know will suddenly turn all patriotic on precisely two days 26 january and 15th august so you'll see them walking in full desi swag with their 75% cotton sarees and khaki kurtas and and a big bindi on their forehead or a big tilak on their forehead and those made in india jutis and then they will start clucking their tongues at people like me people who um who firmly believe that nationalism is uh, not to be displayed publicly but it is more of an intrinsic thing it's a more of a sacrosanct feeling but however much i believe in this i have realized that trying to argue with someone who has a preconditioned outlook like theirs is like um banging your head against a stone wall and you wouldn't want to indulge in that not unless you have a thick headed skull yourself because um because debating with them only manages to make prejudices stronger perhaps more out of anger and a and a bruised ego than than from a um logic or a sense of reason so i remember an incident from long ago one of my medical school professors um we were talking on this topic of independence and he almost scoffed at our ideas of nationalism because he disregarded our attitude he 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 thought we were being very flippant and casual about it so i still remember the the way he looked at me like i was a total lost case and a lost cause and uh, i remember him saying that um i did not know the value of freedom because i had always known it or something to that effect 
so of course he was someone who had seen the the pre-independent era as a child so he at that time uh, we thought was old school and we were um, young blood to him young insolent uh, um, rash brash blood to him so we thought him as old fashioned and he considered us uh, irreverent but um, there is this thing about irreverence which i believe in i think that irreverence is important because it does not bind you in any kind of um, social obligation so what happens is sometimes we stay loyal towards a particular school of thoughts more because um not because we are uh, we are fully convinced but more because we are respectful towards that particular idea and being irreverent gives you the liberty to change your thinking as and how you are convinced so um it gives you a more flexible outlook and and i believe when the world around us is constantly changing how can our thoughts our preferences stay the same we have every right to change to grow to evolve anyway independence day yesterday um did not feel the same there was no judgmental jingoist waving paper flags in my face and oh those flags that are usually found dumped on the streets of um on 16th august but who cares we proved our point right so there was no one like that yesterday the flag hoisting ceremonies in public places were being cancelled um there was no independent day functions uh, organized there were no blaring uh, loudspeakers playing patriotic songs from uh, bollywood movies and um in a strange sort of a way i realized what my professor had probably meant years ago i realized how being unfree for lack of a better word felt like seriously think about it right now we cannot go to our favorite places we cannot eat at our at our favorite restaurants or even hang out with our friends in fact covid is making sure we don't even come in close proximity of each other if this is not lack of freedom what is and for once a part of me really felt like keeping my rational thoughts aside and attending the flag hoisting i wanted to see my friends i i yearned to see them yesterday i wanted to dress up in anything other than jeans and visit my favorite hangout for a bit and it was so frustrating not being able to do that with the ease and the fearlessness that that it was supposed to be done with of course ultimately i i found a solution i ended up dressing up and seeing my friends in a zoom meeting instead but it's just not the same is it something that we took for granted has now become a rarity and that makes us crave for a sense of independence of freedom of mukti not just from uh, the existing covid situation but more importantly from all the negativity the irrational fears the anxiety that is associated with all of it um besides they say an empty mind is a devil's workshop and most of us are a lot less busy than we'd otherwise be add to that uh, the news headlines straight out of a horror story and and it's it's not like it's not like the usual problems are going anywhere hunger disease poverty um deforestation corruption pollution um uh, discrimination um discrimination based on religion on caste uh, based on gender they all exist 
so it's like this dreadful cocktail of trouble that um and that we are constantly trying to run away from but we cannot hide from now of course not all of us are acquainted with uh, these problems first hand india is a country of extremes like that but we cannot deny the fact that we indians are extremely emotional people and and what we see happening around us what we see happening to to people around us that determines our mood our mindset and in these grim situations it is easy to get carried away by emotions emotions of jealousy emotions of uh, anger of bitterness of helplessness so that brings me to the age old question that i have been asking myself every 15th august and more so i have been asking myself yesterday are we really free rabindranath tagore in his poem titled prarthana had summed up beautifully what we as a nation needed back then and strangely even today 73 years after independence i find myself wishing for almost the same things i find myself hoping that we may some day be able to wake up in that quote unquote heaven of freedom that he was talking about having said that i believe that hope springs eternal and if you see with a positive outlook you will notice change is happening in in small in tiny in um, sometimes imperceptible ways but i believe in the metaphorical butterfly effect that um, something as fragile as the flapping of wings of a butterfly in one part of the world uh, has the capacity to cause seismic changes in another in another and hence i believe that every drop of change every gesture of positivity is going to help us create that ocean that freedom uh, that heaven of freedom that tagore was talking about I know it's taking us 73 years and we are still counting but I really think we mustn't give up. We need to stand up against the evils of society. We need to fight against discrimination, against dowry, against female infanticide and these are crimes that could be happening in cleverly disguised ways in today's age and time. They say that our Janta Janardhan is capable of fighting the biggest evils in society. Then why is it that there are not enough people trying to raise a voice against these social evils against um the inequality and discrimination that we see around? Well, I have a reason for that. In 1978 there was this man called Mark Granovetter who put forth a remarkable explanation for groupthink versus uh, individuals in that group. So according to him when we are a part of a group uh, our decisions are influenced by how other group members um, act or have acted. So he said that based on um based on the individual's own value system each person he said will have a threshold or a, a minimum number of people in that group who need to perform a certain action before he chooses to follow them so so that is the reason probably why we need to um, make sure that we choose uh, the right friends to befriend and we choose uh, the right groups to be a part of because we all have our groups and we often wait for others to take the lead 
uh, because following is much safer it's much more simpler than than taking the first step but we should realize that this is exactly how um major changes are put off for tomorrow and as we all know tomorrow never comes but like the chai ad on tv says jago grahak jago it is never too late wake up and wake up everyone around you as well um think about it a tiny gesture um like paying off the traffic police um to save you from getting uh, from getting a chalan means that you are contributing to this huge mess of corruption and sometimes we are so embroiled in this mess that we don't even realize that we may be uh, a part of this vicious cycle we may be um the reason why it is happening so jago break the link get out of that chain jago the next time you see your mother your wife your daughter sell themselves short sacrifice their dreams for family you break that chain we indians have the tendency to glorify women as martyrs our women always play supporting cast she is meant to be the doting mother the caring wife she is supposed to take care of the house and manage a job at the same time but desires what about her desires her choices a strong woman is often seen as a threat in indian society so stop that chain get out of that circle if you think females are crying hoes for equality then that is only evident of the fact that it hasn't been achieved yet let's change that fact before we talk about freedom jago the next time someone in your family asks a stranger for their gotra for their caste for their subcaste ambedkar died fighting for the annihilation of the caste system but it is very much still prevalent in in serious ways in our society and what is caste really but a regressive divide made by man that renders him superior or inferior based on his birth and not on his merit and how imbecile are we to continue this system generations forward without even stopping uh, to see the the logic or the lack of logic rather in it we can only be um, a free nation we can only consider ourselves free when we break out from this chain when we remove off our blinders when we stop this discrimination in fact for all those of you who are against reservation here's a thought to chew on putting it plainly reservation or um, the highly controversial quota system is um, is a compensation of sorts assigned by the indian government for all the terrible atrocities uh, committed by the so called higher castes on the so called lower castes back in the day and at the risk of opening a can of worms i would still say this so listen carefully for all those who are crying foul about the reservation or the quota system and wish it to be abolished for all those of you who have your blinkers on and who are still in denial of the fact that caste discrimination exists even today here's a fun fact for you you may be just setting your own tail on fire see it simple by denying the existence of caste discrimination in today's society you are in a way um condoning it and if caste discrimination continues the government will have to continue compensating as well so reservation will continue <laughs>
Now you decide. It is only with the disappearance of the last vestiges of the caste system that the reservation system can be brought to an end. So if we stop discriminating today, um, it would probably, and hopefully if we are lucky, take at least uh, 50 odd years to settle the score or the backlog of the atrocities that the higher caste committed on the lower caste. So unless you want this whole cycle of discrimination and compensatory reservation uh, to be repeated for your future generations, break this change. Stop the discrimination. But mind you, do it because you believe in it. Do it because you're convinced that um, at the end of the day, uh, no matter what role they're assigned in the game, the king and the pawn go back in the same box. Jago, the next time you see someone litter the road with candy wrappers and used bottles or chewed pan, stop them from damaging our ecosystem. There is a reason why the air feels so much cleaner and the trees look so much fresher during this lockdown. But when this pandemic is over and life starts all over again, let's not go back to what we used to be. Break the circle of pollution. Restrict reuse and recycle when it comes to plastics because these damage our ecosystem and eventually they'll enter our food chain. Limit consumption of, of uh, fuel for your vehicles. Something as tiny as giving up that uh, plastic straw for your milkshake can, can prove to be of so much, uh, um, so much benefit to the environment. Resorting to, um, to a cloth bag for your groceries can cause such a positive impact. Do that. Make the change. And let that be the message of this episode of Morning Chai and Ikigai. Remember this. It is only when we succeed in driving away these inhibitory extrinsic factors that we will be able to manage our internal fears and our anxieties and keep them at bay. And now, um, I've heard people complaining about um, Indians leaving our country for foreign shows. They see it as, uh, as some kind of betrayal. Um, but why is it that um, this brain drain is happening? Think about it. Given a choice, I'm sure these people would love to return to their country. But what is it that is keeping them away? The crime rate? The injustice? The discrimination, the downhill situation in India. Now, you would argue saying that this happens in foreign countries as well. But wouldn't the indifference of a foreigner feel less of a betrayal than the indifference of a fellow Indian? We expect more from those we hold close, don't we? And probably that is why I, like so many other Indians, is also expecting to see a positive change. Because being an Indian has taught me that. It has taught me that hard work, that resilience, that patience eventually pays off. So whichever part of the world you may be right now, keep your head high and your hopes up. On that note, this is your host Priyanka signing out. Jai Hind, Jai Bharat. Morning Chai and Ikigai is a bi-weekly podcast. That means fresh episodes will be uploaded every Thursday and Sunday. 
if you want to connect with me outside the pod i am there on twitter and instagram my handle is dr priyanka naik that is dr priyanka naik i'm also there on facebook and my youtube channel is dr priyanka naik again so do subscribe leave me a comment or rate and review my podcast i also blog at drpriyankanaik.com